All right, welcome back to episode two of Creativity in the What Place. This is still my working title. I'm here 10 minutes later. Still haven't thought of anything yet, but I'm hoping to get there in the next two episodes, give or take. Um, so I'm going to break down uh, the next four principles of creativity in the workplace. So we're going to break down leverage strengths and opportunities. Uh, we're going to break down how imagination powers creativity. Uh, capture and manage all your ideas and mind mapping enhances creativity. So starting off with leveraging your strengths and opportunities. Um, this one I think is pretty essential for people and businesses alike. Um, if you've ever heard of a SWOT analysis, this is pretty much uh, the application of it. So it's your strengths, your weaknesses uh, internally, and then your opportunities and your threats externally. Pretty straightforward in that sense. And there's also an, a way that we can apply this externally. So talking about your opportunities and your threats, this opportunity can help me advance, grow, and become a better employee. Uh, but a threat is that I might be limited by resources. So I might not have the available time at work. I might not have the budget. I might, there's so many different factors that can go into these limited resources. But while I can become a great employee, I'm limited to a number of tasks or resources, essentially. A way that I can use this opportunity of support for managers to leverage this threat of low resources is I can approach work tasks from a different or creative way. If I've been doing something the same for six years, I can try a new way that might be a way that is just experimental, but my managers are gonna support me through it because my managers in the end are, they're supportive and they're gonna encourage me to try out new things. So in the end, um, it's really just a balancing act between those opportunities and your threats. You might not be able to fully overcome your threat, but you can use your opportunities that you have to your advantage. All right, now we're going to talk about imagination powering creativity. So there's this belief that our imaginations have been schooled out of us. So schools just basically stripped us individuals of all the imagination we have. And I sort of subscribe to this idea. I mean, at the end of the day, we're just writing papers within certain columns. Um, certain margins, everything like that. So we're really restricted in school. But I mean, even a project like this, I can go beyond the standard assignment and I can suggest an assignment that works best for me. So it's um, using my imagination to think of creative ways to attack these challenges. Um, we need to really fuel our imagination constantly. So it'll continue to give us new ideas and points of view. Um, this is not only required to generate ideas in the initial stages of the creative process, um, imagination actually powers all the steps in the creative process. So our imaginations are fueled through sharing, conversing, and collaborating with others. You can actually use the arts to fuel your imagination as well. So you could listen to music, read poetry, play games, solve puzzles, basically whatever works best for you. You can use the arts to fuel your imagination. So for me, um, it might be watching a movie, reading a book, even just doodling is a good way to do that as well. So and I think magazines as well are a good one for me that fuel my imagination as I can kind of look at the layout and I can look at the different photos or stories or everything of that sort to give me ideas for my own creative tasks. So using your imagination um, to power creativity is super easy. And I think everyone can do it as long as we're not bogged down by this, you know, imagination being schooled at. All right, next up, we have capture and manage all ideas. So this one is actually pretty straightforward. But do you ever just come up with ideas in a shower or just in the middle of the night when you're laying there at four in the morning? Um, that happens to me all the time. But sometimes you wake up or you get out of the shower and you're like, what did we, What was I talking about again? So uh, it's actually really a strategic idea to write down and manage these ideas. So if you're going to use um, like a notepad or even sticky notes or something to write down or even to capture your ideas. So for me, I use voice memos. 
so I can just record whatever I was thinking and then basically go back to that at a later date if I just give it an actual name. So I can actually manage the ideas so I don't lose track of them. Um, basically, this principle is super straightforward, but you want to capture and manage these ideas because you never know when you might have a really great one and you just are going to lose it because you forgot to write it down or keep track of it. So it's um, straightforward, but it's pretty important. Uh, moving on to the next principle uh, is mind mapping enhances creativity. Uh, well, I'm personally not a big mind mapping guy. I just find they, they kind of take long and I'm more of a messy idea person. I'll just write all my stuff down on a piece of paper and call it a day. They're actually really great for exploring and presenting complex concepts, um, capturing, organizing, combining ideas to generate and rank the best ones. So mind maps are actually really useful for a lot of people. For me, maybe not so much, but that's also just up to personal preference. Some people just aren't familiar with them, but they're really great to do all the things I just listed prior to this. If you want to explain how a car works, uh, a mind map might be really great. If you want to make notes how World War II started in a mind map idea, that might be really great to just actually capture and kind of keep track of everything in a web. But it's up to you. I'm not a personally a big fan of it, but mind mapping is really great for enhancing your creativity because you can look at problems from a different way. So maybe instead of writing stuff down in a list form, you're going to expand it out into a wide-reaching mind map. So that might be really helpful for you as well. That is the end of episode two. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to me talking about course content for roughly 10 minutes. But, you know, we're going to go on to the next one here. And we got five new principles to cover. So I'm. Oh, thank you.